0: Thanks and welcome. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario.
1: And Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust. Today
0: on Ask BBB, college and university students have completed their year, and in some cases they've earned their degree or diploma, and they're looking for an opportunity to apply for their newfound skills. Unfortunately, scammers and fraudsters are out there, and they see this as an opportunity for them as well. And some students find themselves out of money instead of earning money.
1: And later on the program, we'll pass on some information that will help students spot fake employment ads.
0: Well, the graduates of today enter a very different world than that of even a decade ago.
1: And the difference is digital. The internet impacts every business. Today on Ask BBB, we explore how to protect your business reputation in the digital world.
0: And we'll also look at digital marketing, making sure that consumers who visit your website continue to know about your product or service.
1: And to help us with all of this, we have invited Jeff Christofferson, president of smartwebpros.com, along with Nathan Henry, Digital Marketing Specialist. Welcome to Ask BBB.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Well, when we talk about protecting your business reputation, we're talking about something central to the BBB business. Uh, Businesses are accredited based on their pledge to uphold a set of standards that establish trust.
1: Better Business Bureau has been around for over 100 years, so there have always been a need to establish trust. How is it different in the digital age?
2: Well, in this digital age, the first thing a potential client does is type your business name into a search engine, and the results they find will likely be the first impression that they have
0: of your business. So... Is there a way to find out what people are saying about your company online? Uh, how can a business track their reputation online?
2: Well, there's a few very popular review sites. The most popular is Google.com. Um, there are other sites like the Better Business Bureau website, as well as Yelp and Bing, etc. And also at Smart Web Pros, we offer a reputation management service that consolidates all the review platforms into one for easy review tracking.
1: So how important are reviews in terms of, we hear, SEO, which is search engine optimization?
2: Well, reviews are very important to SEO because at the end of the day, Google is the ultimate referral system. So Google would like to refer a potential customer a business that is going to serve their customer well. So Google will be hesitant to refer their client who is searching to a customer if your business is not trustworthy. And a way that Google knows that your business is trustworthy is having good reviews.
0: So having the seal, the BBB seal there is one way to display trust. But then it goes deeper. You have to have some of these uh, uh, positive reviews. How do you generate those then?
3: I'd like to answer that question. Um so the generation of reviews is actually um, it's actually encouraged from the business point of view. If, uh, if you have a customer and you serve a customer, it's your opportunity as a business person to seek out that customer to see if he's happy with your service. Uh, the easiest way in this day and age is to send an email for a survey. They can answer the survey. You know right away if they're unhappy. You can take care of the problem before it gets too big. And if they are happy that's when you know you can direct them to maybe the Better Business Bureau website to put a review in there. Uh, you can also, uh, if you see that they put a review in for the Better Business Bureau website, you can further ask them to go to Google, Yahoo, um, or Yelp, or whatever. Right, Nathan? Yes. And the
0: the Google search then uh, is sensitive to those, those uh, positive reviews.
3: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, like digital marketing is... Uh, Is all encompassing with uh, with the internet now, right? Um, if you're uh, if you're ranking well in Google, you'll probably get more traffic. People are going to uh, research you. They'll in their research, they'll see reviews. Uh, if the reviews it's synergistic. If the reviews are good, you're probably going to get more business. Also, you're probably going to get a higher ranking in Google. Uh, so everything kind of works together. In that way. And if one piece is missing then uh, then you, you can drop off the map pretty quickly.
0: Is there an optimal rating that a business should achieve then? And how do we know that we've got that rating?
2: Yeah. So at SmartWeb Pros we recommend that a client aims for a rating of four point eight? Now, this might be surprising to some business owners as they might think that a perfect 5.0 rating is optimal. However, a perfect 5.0 rating, many clients or potential clients might assume that it's just family or friends leaving reviews. Uh, Mm A rating of 4.8 is optimal because it really conveys trust.
1: Um, Where would you recommend a business focus their online reviews?
2: Well, the simple answer to that is that Google is king. Other review sites are still important as Google still crawls those other websites, but having a review on Google My Business is the most important.
0: I think we've uh, touched on this, but are there proactive things a business can do to uh, to avoid those negative reviews?
2: Yes, so at SmartWebPros again, we recommend that you use our reputation management software. Um, It works by asking if you'd recommend a business, and if you say no, then it captures that review within the software and does not allow somebody to go onto Google or Facebook to leave a review. So this is a way that you still get the feedback from a potentially unhappy client, but you are avoiding hurting your rankings in search engines.
3: Just to clarify, though, they could go in. It's not going to stop them from doing it. It just doesn't remind them that they could do it. it. It reminds you that maybe you ought to call your customer to see what's wrong and see if you can fix the problem.
1: Uh, Is there anything a business can do once a negative review is posted?
2: Yeah, there's a couple steps that you can take. Uh, First is to post a response, first and foremost, right away. And second is to contact the customer, potentially uh, resolve the situation, see if they'll change the review or remove the review. And if that does not work, then you can contact Google or the support of the website that the review is posted on and try and get that review removed.
0: What if a customer has uh, posted a, a false review That is negative uh, and really something that didn't happen.
2: Right. So we actually see this a lot in our industry. Sometimes there are illegitimate competitors that will post a a false review or a customer that just is having a bad day and wants to take down your business. Um, So what we recommend in this scenario is going straight to the source. So going straight to Google support or to the website support and asking them to remove the review. And if you do know who posted that false review, contact them as well and see if you can get that that review removed
3: and also at smart web pros we're uh, we're a uh, certified uh partner with google and so uh we're closely connected and um and we we do this regularly so if you are uh, engaging a company like yours you want to make sure that they
0: have that kind of uh credential for sure and with the bbb reviews uh they're all vetted before they're posted so uh those reviews uh the the chances of a false negative with a bbb review is, uh, well, pretty much eliminated.
1: Yeah, we confirm with the uh, business that the customer or consumer actually did do business uh, with the specific company before we post.
0: Our guests this morning, Jeff Christofferson, president of smartwebpros.com, and Nathan Henry, who is a digital marketing specialist. When we return, we're going to look further at your business presence on the Internet when we look at digital marketing. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, who is the CEO of Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario.
1: And our guests this morning are Jeff Christofferson, president of SmartWebPros.com, and now joining him is Jerome Fabian, account manager with SmartWebPros.com. Welcome to Thank the you. show.
3: Good morning.
0: Well, this morning we're looking at your business presence on the internet, and we've been talking about the reputation on the internet and how to. Produce
1: Most businesses at least have a website, Um, but is that enough to attract and gain customers?
0: We've just listened to a few commercials during the break, uh, Jeff and Jerome. Radio, television, newspapers, magazines, they're part of traditional
4: marketing. But when we move to the internet or digital marketing, what changes? When you move your marketing online, what you're doing really is specific targeting. So when you look at a radio or a television ad, a lot of times that will be branding that goes along with major brands. When people are viewing that or reading it, what they'll notice is they may be reaching people that aren't qualified to purchase from them. Whereas when we're focusing online, we can specifically target key demographics that would be more likely to purchase from each individual client. But that broad uh, branding is still important to companies. Absolutely. Um, branding is a very, very important thing. However, a lot of times people only have a specific set budget. And when we look at creating programs for every one of our clients at Smart Web Pros, we really look at a consultative approach. And we're, when we're going through that process, we try to reach the best bang for buck. And by far, the best bang for buck is making money right now that you can reinvest into branding at a future point.
1: What is the mistake you find most businesses make when they first enter into digital marketing? Most
4: times when people start digital marketing, a lot of times it's a business owner wearing so many hats that they have a hard time keeping up and they think, oh, well, I'm just not going to research. I'm just going to add my credit card to my Facebook account and I'm going to boost posts. Well, once again, boosting posts is okay, but it's not getting you in front of the people that can say yes or no to your offer.
1: In the traditional marketplace, um, when we enter a store or office, we expect to be greeted well and if we have been there before, we hope we are remembered. And a good business will acknowledge our presence even if we are just browsing. Is there a parallel in the digital world?
4: We find the key is the implementation of video into your website. A lot of times we focus on really creating a brand and part of that brand is the face behind the business and we feel the best way to do that is to have yourself on video speaking about your business as well as having your clients there for testimonials as well. And that gives really new prospective clients the opportunity to feel comfortable before they ever meet you. Uh, Recently, I did an online search for
0: sunglasses, just looking. And uh, now it seems that I'm running into ads for sunglasses whenever I go onto the internet, Uh, when I'm on Facebook or any of the other uh, Google, when I do a search, all of a sudden there are ads popping up for sunglasses. Is this a coincidence, Jerome?
4: Uh, not exactly. Um, a, that tells me that the sunga- sunglass company that keeps showing up has a pretty good marketing company that they're working with. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> and, and really, that's called in-market audiences as well as remarketing. So the, the key to having that type of advertising, a common question that people ask me is, well, will people feel annoyed if I'm seeing those ads? But did you feel annoyed when you saw those ads? Well, no. I, it's kind of like when I mentioned at home that
0: I'm interested in sunglasses when an ad pops up or, or something something about sunglasses because, oh, you better have a look at
4: these. Have you thought about this? And so I kind of compare it to that. Right. And one of our major products that we have at Smart Web Pros, we call Smart Remarketing, which really is encompassing a multitude of different digital strategies. And part of that is remarketing. And what we're doing is we're targeting people that are specifically looking for our clients' products or services, and we're remarketing to them on the Google Display Network as well as Facebook. So remarketing is is just simply another
0: follow-up that, that we be Absolutely. In, in the in the sales world,
4: that's uh,
0: a, a follow-up. Yeah. The, the best way is. to look
4: at it really is a digital billboard only targeting people that are interested in your product. Uh, advertising can be pretty costly as we know. How, how can we ensure that we're getting the most out of our money? You want to make sure that you're tracking every single campaign that you run. At Smart Web Pros, we really focus on a consultative approach, as I mentioned. And through that, we meet with each individual client. We create a marketing plan based around their business. And when we create all of our marketing campaigns, we have a software that we use that tracks absolutely everything. And the main thing that we want to focus on is conversions. It's not a matter of how many people see your ad. It's how many people would opt into the ad and then move on to purchase.
1: So what metrics should we be tracking to ensure a healthy return on our investment? Conversion
4: rates are key. You want to make sure, as I just mentioned, it's not a matter of how many people see your ad. It's a matter of how many people opt into your ad.
0: Should businesses solely focus on Google AdWords or should we be spreading their digital advertising money around across multiple platforms like
4: uh, Facebook or or Bing? That really depends on the specific business. Google is a very, very strong and powerful resource. However, every business should always look at encompassing a comprehensive plan which would include social media, it would include remarketing as well as Google.
1: What should we be looking for in a digital Digital advertising company. Should we use a marketing firm that does everything or contract one that specializes specifically in digital marketing?
4: We believe the way to go is working with specialists. When you're looking at broadline companies, potentially they may know a little wee bit about digital, they may know a little wee bit about branding. Whereas at Smart Web Pros, all we do all day long is execute for our clients focusing on conversion rates online. Many of the accredited businesses
0: that support the Better Business Bureau as are small businesses. They have a staff devoted to their area of expertise like roofing or auto repair. So it it makes sense for them to contract a a digital marketing firm like Web Pros to assist in that digital marketing. As we've heard, there are some complex things here. What should they know about a company before they sign a contract? Jeff, Jerome?
4: They should know the key motivation for the company. Um, One thing that we're very proud of as a company is we were a finalist for the Better Business Bureau Integrity Awards. And the reason why we achieve that status is because we always put our clients first. When, we're creating campaigns. We don't create campaigns so we can really laugh our way to the bank. We create campaigns that can turn into long-term business relationships because we're focusing on the client first. And as a result, the campaign works. They continue to work with us.
0: Anything to add to that, uh, that, that a business should know if they're looking for a firm like yours, Jeff?
3: Yeah, I think uh, integrity is everything um, because uh, our whole industry is uh, riddled with uh with the lack of integrity uh, from uh, from everywhere, including overseas, and uh, it uh, really um, it really wreaks havoc, and um, uh, it's it's not good for us, and it's not good for the client. Um, and so, I would uh, strongly recommend staying local and uh, doing your research. Jeff, thank you very much for being with us this morning. Jerome, thank you. It's been
0: a pleasure. Our guests this morning have been Jeff Christopherson, who is president of Smart Web Pros, and we've been joined by Jerome Fabian, uh, an account manager, and earlier Nathan Henry, who is a digital marketing specialist. We'll be back in a moment to look at the scams and frauds that seek out students and grads with job scams. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario.
1: Colleges and university graduation is around the corner. Students nationwide may experience difficulty focusing on their freedom post-college as they try to focus on finding a job in their fields.
0: For these students, the excitement of what is just around the corner can serve as a distraction from potential scams. This enthusiasm is appealing and scammers are expert manipulators. BBB CEO Linda Smith has five tips to educate students when negotiating career proposals and applying for summer jobs. So, Linda, what's the first thing someone should do when they're looking at a potential company for a job?
1: The first thing you should do is breathe and congratulate yourself <laughs> for finishing your program. Absolutely, It's not an easy feat. The second thing would be to research the company you're interested in. Use reliable resources to find information about an employer prior to applying and before participating in an interview. See if you can find reviews from past employers. Mm. Use the search feature on the BBB website to discover customer reviews. Employment scams was the top scam in our nation national top 10 scam uh, survey this year. So you want to verify that you are looking at a legitimate company.
0: And the BBB directory is one place to do that. So once we know the business is real, what should we do to prepare for that interview?
1: Preparation. Practice questions you might be asked during the interview. After you've researched and verified the legitimacy of a company, prepare a set set of questions for the interview process. Uh, Get personal and ask what the interviewer likes about working for the company. This is your chance to verify your research and gain extensive knowledge of each aspect of both the company and the position. A good tip is to ask about the day-to-day practices and duties of the job. This will make you come across as more prepared for the job at hand.
0: Okay, we've gotten the interview, and now we've been offered a position. What do we do?
1: Steer clear of false promises. It can be difficult to spot a lie, especially when you're eager to secure a job. Watch for tactics that might intimidate or sell you into the position. Some red flags to watch for are promises for immediate promotion, owning your own office, and high requirements that threaten the opportunity altogether. Some things to watch for is guaranteed commission of thousands of dollars each month. If the offer seems too good to be true, it probably is, especially if it's an entry-level position.
0: Okay, well, we got the job, we start the job. What are some things to keep an eye out for?
1: Look out for when you start your new job and you uncover unmentioned factors. Maybe you find out the position is commission based without any base pay. Hmm. Maybe you realize you've been tricked into self-employment. If they don't mention these major factors, they have lied by omission.
0: Linda, is there anything else that our postgraduate listeners should be looking out for?
1: Unfortunately, finishing school also means it's time to pay back those student loans that have accumulated over the past few years. You will want to avoid student debt scams. Although the college diploma serves as an end-all symbol, most students aren't able to escape the debt from student loans racked up over several years. Student loan debt is peaking at $28 billion nationally in 2018. With student debt on the rise... Debt relief scams are in full effect. In an eagerness to free yourself from the grip of debt, don't allow the promise of student-directed debt scammers to add to your plate. Check in with the Better Business Bureau prior to pursuing debt relief services.
0: So many young people are struggling to pay off that student loan. What's the first thing that they should be aware of?
1: Again, always do research, or you could end up with more loans than when you started. If you are looking at a debt relief company, avoid companies that use high-pressure sales tactics or that ask you uh, for any upfront fees, especially if you're not dealing with the company in person. It's illegal for debt relief companies to charge a fee until you begin making payments to creditors.
0: How do we know if it might be a scam?
1: Some clues that the company might be a scam are they make promises of immediate loan forgiveness or debt cancellation – they claim to have a special connection with federal student loan programs. They ask you to sign a third party authorization or power of attorney. Hmm. Request your national student loans login information. Honest companies will never use your login information to access your student loan information.
0: Okay, so what should we do if we're having trouble keeping up with our payments?
1: Contact your loan servicer directly. If you're struggling to keep up with payments or simply can't make payments at this time, work with your loan servicer directly. Uh, The National Student Loan Service Centre has a few different options that you can work with to help you manage your payments. Good,
0: Linda. Well, to our future graduates, BBB congratulates you on your successes to come, and BBB encourages you to utilize our search tools on BBB.org while tracking a reliable place to work. We look forward to your contributions to the Trustworthy business. That's all the time we have for Ask BBB today. Remember, you can always ask BBB. Visit the website at BBB.org. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western O N T.
1: Interested in becoming a BBB accredited business? Call us or go online to BBB.org/backslash Western Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America.
0: And our thanks for the final time to our program producer Ashley Castleman. BBB serving Western Ontario's communications manager until the end of this week. Ashley, it's been a pleasure working with you, and thank you very much for your contribution to the program over the weeks. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Remember, ask BBB.
1: And start with trust.